and welcome back to the Wannabe Jedi podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Josh. And again, we have this very special episode. We are discussing Shattered, the second to last Clone Wars episode. Oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> it's coming up. <laughs> um, Josh, before we even start out, mm-hmm. we were pretty right about most things on our prediction from our previous episode. We yeah. didn't see it end with 66, yeah. but it did end on even more tension driven point yeah about 10 minutes into the episode that was when order 66 happened and i didn't expect it to happen like that i was i liked it but they went straight to the point yeah no like the music was (laughs) swelling and it was building and we're like i was just like this is gonna go down Hmm. this is about to happen and i thought oh rex like oh rex when he turned around with his dual pistols and his t- like his tear you could see a, a whole like long stream tear just go down his face when he was about to shoot ahsoka and i mean i'm i'm kind of happy with what they did um especially with r7 who came back or is r yeah mm-hmm. r7 ahsoka's uh droid when she was flying in her uh, jedi starfighter so yeah I love- you know what was even better what justification and redemption for fives yeah oh that was like a whole circle in the clone wars that man made it fives fives was my favorite (laughs) clone five so for me yeah fives was my favorite clone i like rex and i like cody but i loved the grit of fives yeah fives was fives was pretty cool yeah he's very dedicated um a couple things that i noticed uh off the bat was that okay so when talking about fives when ahsoka was going to unlock the files with the investigation she had um the r7 use the anakin's passcode which was 8108 do you do you know what that is it sounds familiar but i don't know off the top of my head okay. tell, tell it to everyone okay here. so 8108 so if you tuned into our special with clashing sabers i talked about how i was one of the first people to watch the movie, The Clone Wars, the 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 whole movie, the original movie, the original yeah. movie, yeah. And I don't remember what time frame that was, but I knew it was exactly around eight one zero eight. It's August first, two thousand eight. I think it was. I mean, the official release for the movie because I saw it two weeks prior. It was released August twenty seventh, two thousand eight. So I think around you know two weeks prior, maybe three weeks prior, was when they. First, like maybe they had a finalization. It's definitely an Easter egg of what they what they were talking. So, about. so you're thinking that this was maybe when they finally finished everything that it was good to go and that they were being ready to release. Like everything was done, they were celebrating the the finishing of the movie and it was being prepared to release, which is what this call out of eight one zero eight is. Yes, I think something like that, or it's when it was released. Again, I was like a little kid when I saw it. And it was the, probably one of the happiest moments. I did win a little Ahsoka T-shirt uh, with that, with it. So yeah. So my guess is that your your hunch is right. I think okay. In that it was an Easter egg, um, calling out like the start and the finish date. Yeah. What's interesting though is that they didn't save it for the last episode. Yeah, I don't know if they're just trying to sneak it in, because that's like, it was a good place to sneak it in. It, was. it calls back like this. It makes you really think like. Mm-hmm. Over the past twelve years, we've had the Clone Wars, and now we're just about to have nothing. Yeah, that's it's true. crazy. Moving on from that, I want to <laughs> I want to highlight one thing really fast okay, that ahead. I did not like about this episode. Okay, go ahead. I actually didn't like that she could sense Anakin's fall. 
I liked that she could sense the betrayal in that scene where um, Anakin dismembers, I guess you could say, uh, Mace, Mm -hmm. and then unlimited power, which I loved that part. (laughs) I didn't like how she, like, because she could sense that Anakin did something wrong, evil, and that Sidious is now risen to power. She could could feel that. Mm -hmm. She went rushing to Rex. Yeah. That doesn't add up with then in rebel okay it doesn't fully add up i should say Mm -hmm. in rebels how she's like no like she realizes that her master turned evil when she kind of sensed that it already happened just now yeah that that, it's a continuity error um i i don't know if it's an error or if maybe she just was was refusing to believe it kind of thing i think that's what it was because even when maul said it like last episode that we talked about she was still de- denying that it was going to happen. And yeah. thinking about it, okay, so I watched it twice, as I've always done for the past couple of weeks. Um, the first time I saw, and you know in the beginning when Mace, uh, Aayla Secura, Kaimundi, and Yoda are on that chat? Yep. So they were kind of talking about similar quotes or lines that were said in Revenge of the Sith. So, and, Oh, it was verbatim. Yeah, it was, it verbatim. was direct quotes. Yeah, and... One thing that like I was thinking about was, okay, you know how Rex says, hey, you didn't tell him about Anakin and what's going to happen. So I was thinking, could Ahsoka have stopped the fall of Anakin and the rise of the Empire? I The first time I was thinking, okay, yeah, she should have said something. Maybe Yoda would have went. and um, he, I mean, by that time, he was already on Kashyyyk. But maybe there was something that they could have done to stop the, the rise of Palpatine. But on the second time when I watched it, I thought, yeah, it was already too late. <laughs> it was already too late. What did you think? Um, Maybe. Maybe it was too late. I. It's kind of hard to tell for me. I, I think if she told Yoda, mm-hmm. then and there, Maul, this very evil Sith, knows who this Darth Sidious is and is saying that Anakin is the key. Mm-hmm. Right then and there, she told Yoda that when Yoda saw she was troubled. Yeah. I think that changes. I mean, they're not going to do that because obviously with the story, but I don't think it was too late at that point. Okay. Because at that point, Anakin went on special assignment. He hadn't report back to the council that he is the Sith Lord that they're looking for. He hasn't reported back to that yet. There was still time to pull him from that situation. Another key thing that with that scene that I was want to go into is that the way that they each member of of the Jedi Order in that went out? So it was like uh, Aayla Secura, Kaimundi, Mace, and then Yoda. Isn't that the order that they die? They, in? I think that's the order that they die in. I wanted to confirm that with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know. Oh my heart. <laughs> yeah, I'm just imagining the scene because, like, yeah, Aayla's they're on Felucia, Kaimundi's on Megito, uh, Mace gets his arm cut off by Anakin and then unlimited power out of the, <laughs> the window and then Yoda dies of natural causes later in yeah. the empire. So, so <laughs> I actually I have an another note in general. Mm-hmm. So a little bit before then when or a little bit after then when after order 66 goes down and she frees Maul and she says I'm not rooting for you. Mm-hmm. All I could think about is you know the Luke Skywalker meme of I care. <laughs> when when 
when they're like, no one care, or you only care about yourself and nothing oh, else. Yeah. And then yeah, he yeah, says, yeah. I care to Leia in, in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. tweeted that out earlier and I was just like, <laughs> I care about Maul. Like, hello. <laughs> yeah, what happens to Maul? I mean, he's he's definitely got to ex- escape, but Rex told them to, to get rid of the escape pod. So he, he might be taking a ship. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I honestly, I'm okay with imagining how he escapes. I think now we see with next episode, I guess we're kind of turning to that next episode theories at this point. Mm-hmm. I think next episode's going to be centered around Ahsoka and Rex's escape. Mm-hmm. And because Rex even gave the order, if anyone doesn't do it, like shoot them, they're, they're execute them immediately for treason. Yeah. He just committed treason. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> What's gonna happen? See, you know. So again, with that thought, I was thinking like, okay, how does Wolf and well, we know Gregor. Gregor probably had his inhibitor chip. Um, thinking about like Clone Wars, past episodes, and Rebels in the future. Thinking mm-hmm. about how Rex, Gregor, and Wolf like join up together. That's like I'm wondering how Rex meets Wolf because Wolf still has an is his inhibitor chip in. And then um, Gregor probably has his, like, disrupted from the explosion in that one up the Clone Wars episode. But that's another so, thing I was thinking about. I think – I don't want to see that. Yeah. I like to – it's a different, it's a different yeah. time period. It's after they – we're, we're going to see Ahsoka and Rex very emotional leaving each other and splitting out their ways because they want to be further apart and then come up with a contact later. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very much an Obi-Wan Yoda situation that I think we're going to see next episode where they're like – I'm going to go retreat away and put myself in exile kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Minus Ahsoka. I don't know what's Ahsoka, where she's going to go. We do know where Rex goes. She's going to go to Yavin. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, I, I want to see that. I, I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay, real quick. Real quick. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. You know, it's my tagline for when violent things happen in cartoons for kids. You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> So, you know, in the scenes with Maul after Ahsoka breaks him out. Oh, you mean cutting off the arm of the one? Cutting part, off the one, arm, yeah. cutting <laughs> off the heads, cutting off the Wait, body. we have to... That that needs to add to a list of um, Star Wars characters that have lost their arm. Oh, my God. There's quite a... It's, it's getting to be a really long list at this point. Yeah. I mean, like, Maul... I mean, you don't see the heads, like... You see the heads go on the ground, like... It was savage. It, he, he was... No, no mercy against these clones, and the thing was—he was a little angry. He—I mean, of course, they captured him, and then they used like that new, con- that old containment system that they used for Jedi when the Mandalore and, and Jedi were fighting against each other. Yeah, uh, what do they what do they call it? The I relic loved, age or something like that. Yeah, I loved that design and concept. It looked the a glowing lot... red, and it ooh. Mm-hmm. A one, A one. It looked like Mando from the Mandalorian. I don't know, like the art did. So I don't know oh, if they were, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they were calling upon that, but I don't know. I don't know. Like I mean, it's not like they can foreshadow. They're probably either endorsing the Mandalorian or it's I don't. It's just showing that it's Mandalorian created and Mandalorian tech. But yeah, I think that's more like it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is just such a deeper storyline with the Mandalorians that I, I think that this was like the focus of some of star wars phase one as we call it with the disney was developing the mandalorian storyline yeah and so now i think that because we concluded the star wars saga we're going to see the mandalorian continue and once that mandalorian show is completed Mm -hmm. i really really hope that we don't see other than well just like a mandalorian focused 
like heavy arcs i want to see with the high republic that we do something different you know that that's kind of where i i stand on it i love the mandalorians i love bounty hunters but i'm okay with transitioning and coming up with something different something that we haven't really seen yet yeah i agree and and this was a good wrap-up of the mandalorian storyline i don't think we have any more mandalore the rest of this episode yeah. Or the rest of this uh, Clone Wars. Yeah. I I think their next episode is them kind of trying to leave. And then they're going to, like you said, split ways. It's going to be sad. Definitely. But you said the, the second. People were getting. What? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, Go ahead. you said I, I, I didn't get emotional this one. I didn't get emotional last one. The only one I've gotten emotional was the first one. But people were getting really emotional on Twitter today. I saw it. I, I was I was crying. You know like 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 very emotional crying and i just i didn't get that yeah i i got it was sad and i felt the tension and the swelling of the music and i was like oh my god but i never was like i i'm crying you know like i i'm also not a very emotional person when it comes to like um movies Mm -hmm. there's very few that i'll i'll get emotional towards so maybe that's just me but i just i i felt the tension i felt the anxiety in my stomach but I just wasn't, it wasn't there for me for like crying or anything like that when Rex betrays Ahsoka that I think a lot of people kind of had. It would have been different if they didn't have Rebels and we didn't know that they survived. If it was, if they did not release Rebels and they this was originally how they planned to end Clone Wars before Rebels, before Resistance, before uh, the sequel trilogy, whatever, whatever came after. If this was how it ended, we all would be crying because... We love these characters for seven seasons, and Rex and Ahsoka are predominantly the characters that were made from Clone Wars. They 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 weren't canon before, so having yeah. them like and knowing like not knowing their fate would have caused very more emotions than knowing that they're in Rebels that they both yeah, survived yeah. and stuff like that. So that that that's the downfall with knowing their fates. Yeah. It's the same thing with like what we were talking about with our Jin Urso episode about how so Jin Urso the Jin Urso episode for people that didn't tune into that yet which you should um, <laughs> was I, I I talked about how when I saw it in the theater I had anxiety because I thought someone was going to survive mm-hmm. we knew their fates we knew what was probably going to happen but I had that anxiety that someone was going to survive yeah or somehow some way and I was like. That that's great filmmaking because it made me believe that someone was going to survive even though we know everyone's fate for the most part. Mm-hmm. So again, here that the anxiety wasn't related to the fact that we didn't know if they were going to survive because we knew their fates. So I I agree with you. I kind of wish that we didn't have rebels or we were getting rebels now. Yeah, you know. But so it it's good. I did see a little foreshadow. I'm hoping this is true. This is probably me extending. The and the actual meaning of you know Ahsoka looking into light speed and when he right before Order sixty six, I just imagine that that's like a future call to a future show with Sabine and Ahsoka <laughs> finding Ezra. Yeah. I could see it. I could see it. They 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 are making the they they're making it out to have to happen because I mean she's already wearing her her fulcrum attire. She's already ready to go and i mean like this this is you know years and years before but i just think that they're dave filoni and the, and the crew are ready to to make a show for i think 
I think the Star Wars fandom is ready to make a show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, we have a lot of Star Wars coming up. We have, um, we'll start May Three the 4th. Three shows. Yeah, May the 4th's coming up. Uh, <laughs> hopefully we'll oh, get some I, news. Oh, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking um, about that there are three Star Wars yeah. shows in the works now. Yeah, well, I wanted to sneak so. in May the 4th. But, uh. Well, yes, yes. But I think I think that pretty much I, we're, we finished up wrapping up our show. So, Josh, why don't you plug our May the 4th special? Okay, so, yeah, May the 4th, we are doing a special on R2-D2. Um, and we have this great discussion about different questions from the community, from you Padawans out there. And we have another, we'll have the final episode special coming out on that day as well. So we have two specials. We have our two and we have our last Clone Wars. So that's, that's exciting. And then Matt, it's going to be intense. Oh yeah. That's a, it's, <laughs> it's going to be very intense. Either we're going to be... be recording episodes <laughs> and watching Star Wars and I, dude, you know what I should have done? I should have put in PTO for Monday. Yeah. I really should have. I messed up there. <laughs> I should have too, you know. <laughs> but but um, anyway, and then after that, yeah. we also have on May 6th, which is that same Wednesday, we have our normally scheduled episode of Captain Phasma. So it's just never ending. Yeah. We're going to have some good Star Wars content coming out your way. And uh, we're, we're very excited to have this May the 4th specials and May the 4th experience with all, you all. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you all there. Yeah. And before you guys turn off that podcast, this podcast, do us a favor. Follow us on Instagram. It is at wannabejedipodcast. My wife has been working really hard on a bunch of really cool artwork for May the 4th and for the episodes coming out. We'd appreciate you guys checking it out because we uh, we really enjoy posting it, um, and she really enjoys creating it, and it's just a lot of fun for us. So follow us on Instagram at Wannabe Jedi Podcast, and we will see you guys all on May the Fourth. Let's do this. May the Force be with you all. <laughs>